Welcome to I Talk to Ghosts, the podcast that forewarns you that you will be visited by three ghosts this very night. (laughs) Happy holidays, and I hope you are having a spooky December. I'm your host, Jennifer, a spirit medium and a collector of ghost stories. And tonight is no different. Gather around as I share some special Christmas-themed ghost stories that I found under the tree for you, dear listener. Also, later on this evening, I'll have a special spirit message. Think of it as a little mini seance, and whatever comes through may be a message specifically for you. How does that work? Stick around and find out. That's later on in this episode. But first, let's raise the holiday spirits. (laughs) The creepy tidings start now. I want to tell you about an experience I had with my child. When she was four years old, I was sitting on the floor of my living room, putting hooks and Christmas decorations to hang on the Christmas tree, and my daughter had her back to me. She was drawing and coloring as she hummed a little song to herself. Some movement caught my eye, so I turned my head and looked up, expecting to see my boyfriend. No one was there. Now, this confused me because I swore I saw somebody walk up to me, so I turned my head further, thinking he walked behind me and moved into the bathroom. As I looked, out of the corner of my eye, I saw this shadow continue to dash past me and up the stairs. I took a breath, shrugged it off, thinking I was imagining things and went back to getting ornaments ready. My daughter stopped coloring. She turned around to face me and said, Adam is mad at you. You saw him and didn't say hi. Now this gave me serious chills, but I just apologized and said hello to Adam. I told my boyfriend about this once he settled in after work. We decided to do some research and discovered the house we were living in was part of what used to be a big farm. When tuberculosis was raging rampant, it killed a little boy who lived here. His name was Adam. Talk about instant chills. We even went and found his and his family's tombstones in the old cemetery at the end of our lane and left them flowers. When I was young, I asked Santa Claus for a pair of little girl high-heeled shoes. They were all the rage. 
I remember daydreaming about how wonderful it would be to have such shoes. I would look so great in my plastic heels, and it would be so much fun playing dress-up. I was so excited, I couldn't wait for Christmas. Finally, Christmas Eve was here. That night, I could hardly sleep, but I knew I had to or Santa wouldn't come to our house. Morning came at last. I jumped out of bed and ran to our Christmas tree. Santa had brought me the most beautiful pink plastic high heels anyone had ever seen. I put them on my feet and started parading around the room. I was so happy. My mom had gone to the kitchen to start breakfast. I decided to walk into the kitchen so my mom could bask in the loveliness of my shoes. However, just as I got to the doorway to the kitchen, I noticed this black arm coming out of the doorframe. I was still walking very fast, and I really couldn't stop, and I ended up walking straight through the black arm as it stretched out across the entryway. I was so scared I stumbled, and I ended up falling and breaking a heel of one of my new shoes. I was scared and crying. I wasn't even crying because I broke my shoe. What was that thing I just saw? I told my mom about it, and she had no idea what to say. This horrific experience fades away with the years, and several Christmases come and go. But what's even stranger is that I saw this black arm one more time. This time I'm about 12 years old. My brother, sister, and I were lying on a blanket under the lovely shade of a tree. All of a sudden, the black arm reaches up from the ground and comes around me. I scream and get away from it quickly. That night, and several nights afterwards, I slept in my sister's room. I don't know what this was, and I certainly don't have an explanation for it. All I know is that it happened to me. It was the Christmas holiday season, and one morning when I was just getting home from work and my wife was getting ready to leave for work, she told me that something was tucking her in very gently at night and thought that maybe it was a loved one who had passed. I was surprised and kind of forgot about it until a couple of weeks later she told me that it happened again. I tried to keep an open mind. As I said, we had varying work schedules, but when I could, I changed mine so that we could fall asleep together. On one of those nights, I was awakened around 2.30 in the morning, and both of my feet were being pressed down by a steady pull at the end of the bed. 
we left our outside Christmas lights on all night, so there was enough light in the room to see that our dog was at the end of the bed, looking down at the ground. I immediately sat up and looked over the end of the bed and saw nothing but the wood floor below the covers. This bed had drawers underneath it, no space for hiding. My wife wakes up from the movement, and I told her what happened. She then tells me that she's also had this experience happen to her. Two days before Christmas, I was off work for the holidays, so I was home sleeping. I was lying flat on my back with my feet sticking straight up. It was early a.m., and I was startled awake by the blanket being pulled, and I had extreme pain as my toes were being bent straight down under the covers. There was strength behind whatever was pulling the covers and my feet into the mattress. I immediately pulled back my feet and woke up my wife, this time not getting up and looking over the edge of the bed. I didn't want to see what could possibly be pulling on the blanket. The blanket pulling never happened again, and we had hoped it was just a loved one who had come around for the holidays. But we'll never know. My parents would take me to stay with my grandparents every Christmas. When I was eight years old, one of my favorite toys at the time was a plastic sword. I would play with it almost constantly. Christmas Eve, before I went to bed, I decided to hide my toy sword under the couch in the living room so I could get it easily in the morning after opening presents. The bedroom we were staying in had only one bed so my parents shared it, and I slept in one of those metal fold-up cots. In the middle of the night, my mom woke me up, yelling at me to get back in bed. I, of course, was in bed and asleep. She swore she had seen me standing at the foot of my cot, playing with my sword. Eventually, she dismissed it as a dream, and we all went back to sleep. The next day, after opening presents and playing with my new toys for a while, I looked under the couch for my sword. It wasn't there. I asked and nobody knew where it was. I ended up searching the house for it, and I finally found it under the foot of my cot in the bedroom right where my mom thought she had seen me with it. Of course, when I mentioned this to my mom, she thought it just proved I had been up playing with it when I hadn't. Now, I'm still not sure about this. Did someone simply find and move my toy to the bedroom, then forget when I asked about it the next day? Could my mother have been dreaming? My mom remembered seeing a child about my size silhouetted in the dim light from the bedroom door, playing with my sword for quite some time. All I know for sure is that I didn't move that sword, and whoever she saw wasn't me.
If you love the I Talk to Ghosts podcast, consider supporting the show. Visit my Patreon page at patreon.com slash italktoghosts. There you'll find special rewards and perks, including previews of upcoming ghost stories and behind-the-scenes details. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Hello and welcome back to I Talk to Ghosts. I have a new spirit message for someone listening to the podcast this evening. What I like to do is ground and meditate and invite a spirit to come close and share a message with me. Okay, I'm getting the impression that this is someone's mother. Very much the type of mother everyone wishes they had. Very nurturing, sheltering, providing, and was really good at helping you with your anxiety. You have, she's telling me you have this very fast-paced brain and it's very hard for you to to sort through things or just not overthink or feel overwhelmed and she was just a great source of helping you with that and she's telling me that there is some drama going on with you now with work and she just wants to offer you that same sense of comfort and grounding and wants you to know that you don't have to pick up the drama of others and it's okay to step back from it as much as you can and she understands that how scenarios like this can really make you um, your thoughts go into overdrive and she just wants to encourage you to remember how to breathe and, and how to center She's showing me that she used to foster kittens. Oh, that's adorable. She fostered kittens for a number of years after uh, the kids were grown and out of the house. So if this message connects with you, um, I really hope that it brings a sense of centering and peace for you and the knowledge that your mom really is still with you and still offering her support. Okay, I think I'm going to leave it at that. (laughs) And with that, dear listener, we've reached the end of this episode of I Talk to Ghosts. I wish you a very happy holiday, and I hope that you've enjoyed all the ghost stories that I've shared. I think Ghost stories are a great Christmas tradition that really should be revived. And I also hope that you've enjoyed the spiritual aspect of this episode as well. I love sharing that with you. And wherever you wander off to, in this world or the next, just remember, come back and visit with me. Have a lovely evening. Happy holidays. And good night.